It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Charles Stray! Hi, everyone. So one of my favorite quotes from you comes from another book that you wrote called Tiny Beautiful Things. Yes. And I love that quote. You say, nobody is going to do your life for you. You have to do it yourself. Whether you are rich or poor, out of money or raking it in, the beneficiary of ridiculous fortune or terrible injustice, you have to do it no matter what is true, no matter what is hard, no matter what unjust, sad, sucky things have befallen you. Self-pity is a dead-end road. You make the choice to drive down it. It's up to you to decide to stay parked there, turn around, and drive out. I love that because... <laughs> Thank you. I know you walk more than a thousand miles to actually find yourself, right? Yeah. But for anyone, I think the essence of that quote lies in, it's really about reclaiming yourself. Absolutely. And it's so much about what you were talking about. The meaning of forgiveness yeah. is about accepting that you're, you're not going to go back and change the past. And I think sometimes we can get caught in the past. The injustice was so true or so great that you think, no, wait a minute. I'm, if I continue to make this claim against the thing, the bad thing that happened to me or the thing that should have gone this way or that, or the thing that I should have received and didn't. In some ways, that's how I will be redeemed, by continuing to tell that story of complaint. And what that quote is about, and, and everything about what you just said, is about saying, no, I relinquish the sorrows of the past, and I'm going to now feed upon them and let them nurture what I need to go forward, how I need to make my life out of the good things that I received and the bad things that happened to me and that they're both gifts in the end. Ah. You know, I know you turned 50 this year. I remember when I turned 50. Was this a milestone for you in other ways? How did you feel turning 50? Yeah, absolutely. I think 50, for me, every decade has been a milestone, and each one has led me in the direction of where I feel that I'm at right now, and that is this. The, the best way for me to articulate what 50 has meant to me is I finally get to put myself in the equation, that I am part of the equation, <laughs> that I am not only about 
what do you need and what can I give you and will you like me if I do this? Instead, you relate to that? <laughs> I stepped into 50 and I thought, you know what? I am going to say, I need to sleep more, y'all. <laughs> what do I want rather than what will make you happy? I, I think that we've talked about this before. Yes. We both have this people pleaser. This disease to please. <laughs> this is, it's the female disease, and, and some men have it too. But what I figured out is like, you know, my life is up to me, and I've been preaching this for years in my books. I've been telling this in the form of my advice as Dear Sugar, that you are responsible for your life. And part of that is that you get to say if your bathroom's gonna be really messy, for example. Yes. You get to say no, and you get to say a bigger yes. You know, one of the things I learned after turning 50 is that you also have the right to change your mind. Because yeah. it used to be like, oh my God, well I said I was gonna do it, and I don't know. You have the right to change your mind. Do you believe everyone has a purpose? Absolutely, yeah. yes. And I know that your life has changed so much since after a while, but you say your purpose is still the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the interesting thing. I think I get that question over and over. And Wild was published in 2012. Oprah restarted her book club for it. There was a movie uh, starring Reese Witherspoon. A lot of good things happened. But in my experience, all of that stuff was wonderful, but it was external. The person I was, the woman who wrote that book, the woman who had apprenticed herself for years to the craft of writing so she could write that book, and the person who really went on that emotional journey, you know, who discovered all the things I did on the trail, those things are unchanged. They aren't changed by money or fame or having Reese Witherspoon pretend that she's you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that I'm, I feel really fortunate that that happened to me when I was in my 40s because I knew that. I always stayed grounded in the person I was all along and never, losing track of that was never even a question. Macy's Mother's Day gift guide has the perfect gift to make mom feel special. Shop by price, like 25 and under to 100 and under. Category, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and for grandma. Get top gifts like Dolce & Gabbana Devotion, Eau de Parfum, Coach Floral Printed Leather Cassie Crossbody Bag, and Le Creuset Shallot Dutch Oven. Shop at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense. 
so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. You know, so many people see themselves in your writing. You've taught Thank people you. how to be vulnerable and open, and yet so many people still fear it. Why are we so afraid to open up ourselves when that same vulnerability and truth is what actually allows you to connect to people? Well, I think it's the, the stories that we've received about what strength is and what vulnerability is. And, and in my work, I'm always saying part of writing your life, just like writing in real life, is, is revising. And so every received narrative we have about what strength is, is saying, don't be vulnerable. Don't, don't reveal yourself. Don't tell the truth. Don't admit to your flaws. Don't do like, you know, what you did on television for years is parade your flaws in front of millions of people. You paraded other people's fears and sorrows and mistakes and tragedies. And what happened is a bunch of people said, me too. They saw themselves in you. And I think when it comes to vulnerability, you, you have obviously been a great teacher to me and to everyone in this room. These are my children. <laughs> That's right. And what you taught us, and what I hope that I've done in contributing you know, to that in my books as well, is that actually that story about vulnerability being weakness is a lie. That the strongest, bravest thing we can possibly do is tell the truth. And I think that that's what vulnerability is. Yep. That it is. Yeah. So you went those thousand miles to find yourself. People always ask you if you do again, and you say you don't do do-overs. I don't. Well, and it's, you know, as I was listening to you talk, and I know I'm not alone in this, every sentence out of your mouth, a little bell was rung inside of me. And it was this recognition thing that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, you, you are this wise woman who tells us a lot of things, but what you most importantly tell us is what we already know. Yeah. What we know to be the truth within us. And I think that this idea of regret is about, again, a false narrative of what a perfect life is. If we go back and undo all the mistakes we made, we wouldn't be the people we are now. And so I, you know, I say thank you for all the things I regret. Thank you for all the things that if I had known better, I would have done differently. Because they taught me. They taught me who I am now. And they also tested me. And I think that's a really important piece of the human experience. We don't want our lives to be seamless and easy. That's a boring life. I mean, it's hard for me to say that as a mom because I want my children to live in a bubble and never have their hearts broken or never have those sorts of struggles that I've had. And yet I know those are the things that made me and they're, they're the things that made you. Yes, and you have raised such, Cheryl and Brian have the most incredible children. Thank you. So. Did you all together come up with a philosophy of how to raise these kids who are fearless, <laughs> who are kind, who are filled with grace, who are curious, who go to sleep with the bears? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was interesting. I, you told that, that wonderful story about being on this film set and not knowing how to tuck in a child. And I want to share a story with you about the making of Wild. So, my daughter, Bobby, who is named after my mother, Bobby, actually played the young me in the movie Wild. She had just turned eight. Reese Witherspoon plays the adult me, and Bobby, my daughter, 
plays the young me, which was this incredibly emotional journey. And what happened is the first day on the set, she was not there to actually work that day. She was just doing some costume stuff. And she met Laura Dern, who, who plays my mother. So she was introduced to Laura like, okay, Bobby, this beautiful six-foot-tall blonde actress is going to pretend to be your mother. And they're like, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. And it just so happened that Laura was in makeup at that time. She had just been beaten up by the man who played my father. And so she had this black eye and this bloody face, and my little eight-year-old daughter meets her. And the director says to Laura, you know, I just want to shoot some experimental scenes. Laura, go stand at the end of this long hallway. And he looks, Jean-Marc Vallée, the director, looks at my daughter Bobby and says, this is your mother. Run down the hallway and leap into her arms. And so my daughter looks up at me, and I go, do what he says. And she runs down the hallway, and she leaps into Laura Dern's arms. Laura Dern, who he, she's just met, who looks like she's been beat up. And she holds, she, she holds onto Laura like just a little love monkey. And we can hear, because Laura's mic'd up, we can hear my daughter moaning with pleasure as she's holding this stranger. She says, mm. And I burst into tears because I knew what I had given my daughter is what my mother gave me. Just that innate sense that she was capable of deep love. She knew how to leap into a mother's arms because I had loved her that way. Beautiful. Beautiful. And you know, what's really interesting to me, Oprah, is you, know, you didn't get that, I got that. And yet here we are, we took our jagged paths, those paths that were made clear to us yeah, at some yeah. point, and we ended up at the same place. So I think, you know, you mentioned that empty bowl. I have one empty bowl and one full bowl. I have the fullness that my mother loved me, that all of that stuff she put in my bowl, and I have the father who didn't love me. But what, what happens with the, the sorrows and the joys and the triumphs and the losses is if we do life right, I think we use them always to nurture us down the path. And sometimes it's a hard lesson and sometimes it's a beautiful one. But if we keep going, we end up in the same place. Cheryl Strait, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Isa, where I, your host and astrologer, Isa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Isa wherever you get your podcasts. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.